Welcome to Sneaky Athletic, your third favorite podcast. I'm Chandler. Why does it change? I like changing it every week. I hate that you're confident. Yeah. Never mind. I get why your confidence fluctuates in us. Yeah. Al Kinsley. Yeah. Okay. Uh, This week, I think we have a a pretty good little lineup. Uh, Definitely rounding up to get some sports back. But in the meantime, we have our B for the week. I think Alec has a lifestyle tip, what the feed, uh, Google this, SAPMDB about the long gone summer. Uh, we have some MLB is back, but probably not. We'll see. And then we'll wrap it up with the NBA and get those hot, fiery takes off. But before we do that, we've got to give a shout out to our boys up there in Northwest Missouri Fertilizer Service Company. They got you covered for all your fertilizer needs from planting season through harvest. Uh, they're the best in the biz. They're off Highway 59 in Fairfax Mo. If you need fertilizer, you go to Fertilizer Service Company. It's pretty pretty simple right there. It's just in the name. There's the place you go. Yeah. Like it's just, it's right there. So if you need them, hit them up at 686, no, 660-686-2402. Once again, 660-686-2402. And as you know, they're keeping God's country as good as she grows. All right, let's get started. My soul, I gave it all. But loving you was never easy. Okay, you ready to dive in it? Head first. Let's go. Okay. You want my beef of the week? I get two. Well, since we're diving in, okay, let's put on some protection and go into my lifestyle tip real quick first. Doing this one to hold me accountable because I don't do it very often. And two, everybody needs to be reminded, wear sunscreen. Doesn't matter who you are. You're not tougher than the sun. Correct. All right. Thanks. That's a good... I'll just join in on that because I, I try to remind myself. Uh, so my double B for the week, first one, hot air balloons. I, mm. what the fuck even are they? Why why are we still using hot air? Why are we using this like primitive technology that like Da Vinci drew up? Have you ever been in one? No. Come on, one you, that doesn't appeal to you at all. No, I'm not saying that. I do want to go in one. I'm saying like, why are they still even around? So like, one like who? Because we don't have like recreational jetpacks. Who, who regulates them? Like, do you have to have a license? Probably. So you don't even know. I. Who cares? How do you even get one? Do you just go to the hot air balloon store? I think that there are enough, like, to buy one, there's enough, you know, certain... You gotta know a guy? Maybe. I don't know. It's This it's, isn't, like, Tiger about, King, I don't no, think. No, this is the thing that... What if it was? See, that's what I'm saying. I do know that they... So, Columbia is, I guess, a hub for hot air balloons in, like, the Midwest... And they have competitions around here for a lot of money. And they'll actually all take off. Like in the springtime, sometimes you'll see like 10 of them up in the air around here. And they actually will all take off and they're aiming for a field, I guess, downwind. It's another thing I'll get to here in a second. They, and then there's a, a big square with an X and they all land and then they throw a, a bean bag, and whoever's the closest wins. 
<laughs> for <What>? like thousands <laughs> of dollars. <laughs> Why is there a beanbag? Because you, it's like part of it. Because you can't always like you're landing. You're not just trying to land, but then it's like another like step of like. I feel like the guy who put that part in was just so bad at landing. He had a laser rocket arm. Yeah, he had a. He was like he used to pitch in like the minors and was like. I can't land that close, yeah. but I can launch this beanbag like a hundred feet. Uh, so there's that. What else was I thinking of? Uh, oh, yeah. So when you're just like casually flying your hot air balloon, are you like, all right, honey, uh, I'm going to go. You just take the truck and trailer and go. Cause you have to bring it back. Like you're just like, yeah, go like 10 miles down. I'll just meet you down there. Try to land close. And we'll load this bad boy up and bring it home. People do it with like floating with like boats. Boats can drive. Floating, you're usually going like I a mean, company a lake, is doing. It, it has to be picked back up from the same spot if you're just putting in as well as yeah, like but you can if drive around to the trailer. The river. You're not just like yeah, okay, floating down a river. It's typically like a company is doing. I it imagine for you. the basket isn't stupid heavy. Like, what are you talking about? Like, this isn't like some. The, huge how labor. big do you think the? I bet the ba- the baskets hold like four people in there. And then there has to be the whole like engine system or whatever that the produces the fire to heat the balloon. I'm you take it off in parts. Yeah, that's still a bitch. Like I'm saying, you're doing it by yourself or one other person. Like is this, you have to have a team. It just seems like it's I so don't complicated. Think you go up in a hot air balloon by yourself very often. But the it maximum holds four people. Right. So you have to have like a team every time, and still two people doesn't seem like quite enough to handle a whole hot air balloon. Like the balloon itself. Have you is done huge. your own research? I've been I've been looking into it. I'm intrigued because I've never met someone who owns a hot air balloon. I've met people who've been in them, but like, have you ever been to somebody's house and they're like, "Yeah, here's my four wheeler. You know, we got dirt bikes out back. Oh, there's my hot air balloon." Can we come back to this? I'm kind of intrigued now. I I so what got it started was this weekend I was walking my dog and there was one probably. 250 feet right above our house. Like I could hear the, him hitting the gas on that thing. And like me and this group of like five other people just stopped and watched it. And this whole time I was just had so many questions. Uh, move on. You know, what you haven't addressed like my act. Like here's my thing. I'm not really on board with your hate for hot air balloons. in general. I don't have hate. I just have a lot of questions and like none of it makes sense to me. Okay. Well, it shouldn't be a beef. There shouldn't be any, uh, Aggravation there. I I think it's, I'm just ag- like I'm aggravated because people I have so fun. many questions. Well, I don't know. Maybe. Anyways, my thing is is that they can hear you. Did you know that there's like something I mean, about the air that they can like hear people on the ground like crystal clear? I mean, I could hear them. Right, like, they were that low. I could hear them. No, no, no. This is like a thing where, like, you can't hear them. I mean, I'm sure if they're up higher, I might not be able to. Little, they might be able to hear me. I don't know. It's a little odd. Anyways, but that's my that's my only thing that I don't. They were creeping really right above us. Hmm. It was weird. Uh, my second beef, yes, is with actual beef, hmm. because on Sunday yesterday, I cooked a steak, nice steak, gave a couple of pieces to my dog, and he got the hot snakes and the bubble cut for the last. Basically 24 hours. And it's been miserable. Like, I didn't sleep at all last night. Up and down. I ended up 
I had to clean up so much. I just used towels and rags and just threw them away. In your room? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. All right. Twice right. in my room throughout the night. And then we would take him outside. I, it was at 1 a.m. and 4 a.m. And I would like walk him and to get the rest out each of those times. Hmm. It's a good thing I had like help. Like Mackenzie was here to like help extra set of hands. I was like, take him because I don't need him like stepping in it. It was quite the fucking ordeal. I can't stop imagining it, and it's just a nightmare. Like, I don't have a lot to say because everything is just horrible. It's like that, uh, you remember Daddy Daycare, that movie? Yes. When the kid goes into the bathroom, and he's like, how'd it go? And he's like, I missed. And he's like, what do you mean you missed? He's like, I missed. And then that, like, violin, like, screeching music starts playing. That's what it was like twice in a row. Because of... uh the fecal matter. I don't really want to go into it more just because of the, there was vomit as well. Mm, okay. It was all of it. All right. Well, my beef is with uh gen X. So I'm like on the border kind of depending on who you ask, like millennial or gen X, you know, it's like I've seen 96 or 97. No millennial or Z Z. Yeah. X is like our parents. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Okay, anyways. Um, but I thought that millennials like in Gen X is I didn't think that they were like haters against each other. Like I thought like the enemy of my enemy is my friend and like they both just hated boomers so much that there is an alliance, like an unspoken yeah. alliance yeah, yeah. there, right? Turns yeah. out they got beef. Yeah, Gen Z and millennials are X. I, I believe it's X that has it with it. No, it's it's the newest Gen generation. Z, no, you're right, yeah. It's Gen the newest Z generation who's yeah. like on TikTok and yeah. shit are making all these like cringe millennial videos. Right. And it's like, we're just stuck in the middle. I'm like, I don't know what side to choose. I'm, right. I thought we were all on the same team here. I thought everybody was, you know, cool, but it's not the case at all. They, ha- they have some major beef and it, some of it's kind of funny. Oh, it's for sure funny. Like some of these, these Gen Z, uh, these Zoomers, I think is what they're calling them, are... Uh, Pretty fucking funny. I uh, love this comment. They'd be 34 talking about, I'm a Hufflepuff. Like, grow up already and do a line of Coke. <laughs> What's the, the the worried about what Harry Potter house you're in when you're living in a one-bedroom apartment? Like, Y'all worried about the wrong houses? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> That's just funny. And then, Ugg adulting was a big one that they uh They don't came like after. that. No. They don't like Harry Potter and adulting. Nope, not at all. Or 90s kid memes. Yeah, like, fuck off, guys. I, I mean, I get it. They just, well, they don't. Right, but, like, what else did you have to obsess over before the internet? Like, your attention was actually taken up by one thing for a long time. Yeah. Anyways. At least, the most of the millennials that I've seen that have seen it are, like, being, like, kind of funny about it. They're right. like, they make some good points. They like do. That, you know, that's they what... Do, honestly. The millennials aren't really taking it to heart. I think it's maybe more of a one-sided war. I think the new, the newest generation is funnier. I mean, they always are smarter. That's just how it works. Yeah. I, I think they're funnier in certain instances. There's definitely, like, little kid humor is, like, funny to a certain degree, but then at a certain time, they just don't get what's going on. They just don't have a grasp of like their simplicity of humor is so funny, but then like if the, anything past that is not really that funny. But I think that they 
one, they're not to that age really where that's what's expected of them. No, then that's, I'm not saying it's just like, I agree. Simple, simple humor is amazing. Two, they really know how to lean into it. And they do have a higher concept of what is actually going on globally than we would ever have at that age. Think about if you could get your jokes off at like 12, but to the world. Right. Like I never, none of us ever had that opportunity. The unbridled confidence I had as a 12 year old. Oh my God. Like, I would be popping off TikToks left and right. Like if I could just, the, the jokes that I would say in the classroom, if I could just tweet those off at the same time, I would say them like bangers. Right. Like I was just, my mind was free flowing at that time. I didn't, I wasn't worried about all these other things. Like the jokes were just the only thing I was worried about. Maybe we just need to loosen our concept up because my, uh, what the feed is also a TikTok. Mm. I don't know if you've seen this. I actually I'm found not on it TikTok. on Twitter. I'm not on TikTok either. It's trying to run. Yeah. I was for a while and then I just I had to back out. State controlled media. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> sorry. There was too many. I, mine was for kind of that and there's. Like too many like creepers on there because there's so many oh, young yeah. kids and yeah. I didn't like all that. So I just had to get away from it. Anyways, this guy used it as an advertising platform. Let me mount your TV. I saw that. Yeah. yeah. And he is literally sitting on the mount that he just put into a wall showing off his. He was doing some like Spider-Man shit. Yeah. It was impressive. And you know, he's from St. Louis area. 314. Oh, he is? Yeah. So. Well. Let him mount your TV him to, if you're around. Should we have him come mount our TV? I don't want this TV mounted. I don't want him doing a fucking Spider-Man impression on our wall. I, yeah, I don't want my house used for advertising. That yeah. Also, the price to get him here from St. Louis, I'm sure, would be a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so my what the feed? Yeah, go ahead. Is uh, you know I love the the Reddit threads of like relationship or am I the asshole? I do. I do. Uh, so I found another am I the asshole Reddit thread. Uh, this one is am I the asshole for telling my sister? Her daughter's name is stupid. So uh, this lady goes into depth about the backstory. Uh, she's currently pregnant with her first uh, child, and her and her husband have picked out a name. Um, they're having a boy, and they're deciding to name him Van. And it's it's after some uh, Vietnamese name. Um, and so they got on a Zoom call, and they were telling all their family about that. And like all their family was like really excited. Then her sister was like, that's a bit silly, isn't it? And she's like, oh, you mean like creepy kidnapper kind of van? And so she was like, wow. like." And her sister also has a kid, a daughter, two years old. And she was like, you know, like that's kind of mean. Like I, I didn't really do that to you and or say anything when, when you told all of us that, uh, you know, what you're naming your daughter. And she was like, oh, that's fucked up that you would even bring that up. What do you think her sister's daughter's name is? Just take a guess. Does it ever say her daughter's name? What do you mean? The okay. one that she's making fun of? Well, you just said the sister the, replied, we didn't make fun of your daughter. Yes, I, I have it. I'm so going to have you guess. I have both names. Okay. The unborn child's name is going to be Van. Van. Which it's like Van Wilder. Like okay. That's like a normal, like I've yeah. heard that name before, so sure. it's not weird. Um, what do you think of the already born child that didn't get made fun of but she was the sister was like I easily could have made fun of your daughter's name, but held back. The daughter's name. Yes. Um, since I am on a anti, well, not anti, but I think these millennial jokes are funny. Love good. No, 
it's you're kind of on the it's two names combined. Mm-hmm. So she wanted to name her daughter Mackenzie, but someone she knew had already taken that, and she liked the name Kennedy. So she combined them McKennedy. And she like think about that. You you name you're like oh I'm gonna name my son this blah blah, blah. And, and then somebody with a daughter named McKennedy is giving you shit, and you're just supposed to hold back. Man, what do you say? It just it's just honestly white people shit. It's that same you know that meme with the pregnant blonde chick and it has like the five names crossed out and it's like uh Lakin spelled with like a Y in I know, there. Yeah, it's just McKennedy is also on there. I, I, I just don't understand it. Like I've really just tried to come to terms and I've been sitting here and it's like I kinda wanna make fun of it, but truly like I don't really know where they're coming from. Like are they trying to be unique? Like she the, said that she wanted the the lady the, explained the two names in the Reddit together. Like I, I okay sure, but like I'm saying, like you know that it's not good. Just think about McKennedy. Get over here. That's what I'm saying. Is like at what point do you like? I think we need to start. This is the, I think this is the best way to te- this is the best way to test a name. Put it out there for people. 19 and younger to judge somehow whether it's i don't know do that figure out how to do that uh the perfect example is if you're like a teacher and you taught at a high school and be like hey what do you guys think about these baby names and let them try to make fun of them right there in front of you and whichever one they can't make fun of at that time you pick that one i think that's foolproof like you're just like all right give me your best insults at all these names yeah and then you just keep throwing darts at the wall until one sticks and they're like no that's a good one and you'd be like, okay, perfect. Great idea. I think that's the only way to do Honestly, it. Honestly, who wants to ask a teenager if you're worried about things aging over time? Probably probably like the best group because they are like one of the fastest, trendiest people at the time. They're trying to like find their they're home also, life. Their brains are, most of them are strictly designed to like attack mode at that point in time. Right. Like if you're in school, you're like, you're trying, you're like defending yourself. You're not like... You're trying to make fun of everybody, crack jokes, like you just make it a competition. Like whoever gets the funniest one gets five bonus points, and everybody's gonna go at all your these names, and then whichever one is just never made fun of, you're like, all right, that one. I mean, you'd have to get them to take it seriously, and they all couldn't be idiots, you know, because if, if you they, have a yeah, bunch they weren't of dumb taking people, it seriously, yeah. then it would suck. But anyways, yeah, yeah. What's our next topic? So of my discussion? Google this yes. is a uh, is the word of the day. It is. It is. Oh my god. What are you doing, Umarel? Yep. Wow, great minds think alike. Okay. Uh, so this is a an Italian word, and it is used. The definition or what it describes it is a term popular, um, specifically referring to men of the retirement age who pass the time watching construction sites, especially roadworks, stereotypically with their hands clasped behind their back. And offering unwanted advice. And the picture that goes along with this definition on Wikipedia is just the perfect picture. It looks like Larry David with his arms behind his back, standing at the fence of a construction zone. And like, hey, 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 you might want to get that concrete a little wetter over there, guys. So I read it and I didn't really 
like visualize it correctly in my head. And then I saw the picture and I was instantly like, this has to be my Google this yeah. because the way that they are standing is so dad mode over your shoulder. And the fact that there are so many of them doing this in their free time, hilarious. So many that they literally create, they coined a term, right? Like that's insane. How me. do that many people have expertise and know what they're doing is what my first thought is. There's not that many people in that country. So it's like, are they more do it yourselfers? I think they're just more know-it-alls. That's also a possibility. Uh, maybe they just actually have less to do. That that could be true, too. I think the retirement age is probably lower. If I just had to guess, if there's a term for something of people just being bored because they're in retirement, I would just assume that like retirement age is like five years younger. Maybe. What's your? Oh yeah, we had the same Google list. We were just talking about. Have it. you ever seen Avatar: The Last Airbender? Have you seen it? Parts. I th- I don't know. I it's been so long since okay. I've seen. It, it would have been on like cable, right? Like, you know, when I was younger. Yeah, I was just interested in if you like actually liked it or not. I think I remember like enjoying it. like the cartoon one where yeah. he's yeah yeah, like it's on Netflix now, right? Yeah, it's. It, I mean, it's pretty well rated. Absolutely. It's, yeah, it's, I, remember, I think it's good. Like I remember watching it. To a certain degree. I don't remember how much. I mean, a lot of people like it, and it's just, it's considered anime, technically. See, that would be like my, like, because right. it's not dubbed and it's not subtitles. Correct. It's designed for young English speaking kids. Yeah. I think I did enjoy it. Anyways, on to uh, our main event. Yes. Are you talking about the long gone summer? I am, yes. Okay. What are your initial thoughts? It was a feel good movie. Directed at the people in the Midwest, pretty much. Like if yeah, you were Chica- coastal, Chicago, St. Louis. Yeah, like if you're in Miami, New York, L.A., you you might be like you might be like, oh yeah, I remember when that was going on, right? But yeah, unless you're, and especially if you're from St. Louis, like this right. this was directed by a St. Louis Cardinals fan, and yeah, he addressed it off the top. Yeah, and it's like, hey, like you know, Mark McGuire gives me a boner. All right, mm-hmm. that's pretty much what he said right off the bat. Uh, no pun intended. Oh yes. I didn't even catch that. And it just goes in and as long as you're a cards fan and, or a Mark McGuire fan, you're going to love this, but it's entertaining a little bit. I would say it's not great, but it's not good either. It's just okay. Here is the demographic. That's really going to want to see it is if, you feel your heartstrings pulled out a little bit by like feel good baseball movies, father son stories, you know, things like that. I mean, if you're if you're a baseball fanatic, you're going to like it. If I you're teared just up a, a casual bit. I am a baseball fanatic, but I teared up a bit. At what part? Him like hugging his son after like he took his son out of school guess, and yeah. brought brought him there and he like, you know, literally the team like all waited at one point whenever he ran into home plate. So he could address his son first, and then he got to celebrate with the team, and then yeah, he went back. To I wish his they would have went more into that, though. It didn't seem like they. The son was literally one like segment, one like, answer, and out. Like a yeah, mm-hmm. like a blip. And then like basically, I thought Sammy Sosa was going to be more featured, and it would just it was kind of like I was sitting there, and I'm like, oh, they haven't showed Sammy in a while, and then he'd have like a thirty second piece, and then yeah. they'd be back out. Yeah, it, it was a Mark McGuire film, absolutely for sure. Uh, also. They talked about how everyone knew the single season home run rec- like holder 
record holder. Like, yeah, I can't remember his name right now, and I just watched it. Maris, Robert Maris. Yeah, Robert. That's what it is. Now it's Mark McGuire, obviously. No, Everest. now it's Barry Bonds. Barry Bonds. Sorry, two thousand one. He is. See, I don't know that. He was like, yeah. this is a stat that everybody knows. I don't know that. That's Barry Bonds all time at risk. Yeah, so he has the most single season and all time. Right. At risk. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah, they like I do I do know that. I don't know. You're gonna know he was like nobody's gonna know who has the most receptions in a season or in a career. It's like, well, I can get pretty close, just like I can get pretty close with any baseball stat. Right. I bet what's the equivalent to that? Like how many outs has someone recorded at first base? Yeah, it it would be it's it would pretty be, ridiculously. It'd be specific. like pitcher wins. Yeah, like I, I know I'm not gonna like I know Cy Young has the most. People don't know that. Miss me with that. Yeah, like That's, I, I'm not trying to sit here. I know baseball is much more a statistical sport, and they do go into that of how like you can compare. And then that's when all the, the baseball hardos get mad because they're like, well, then the steroids throw off the statistics and all this. And they talked. You could see they, it in his face they whenever he talked about it. In barely the mentioned right. steroids, and it was like the last fifteen minutes. Oh my god! They like really wrapped it up real quick. All right, let's get out of here. Costas is that his name? Bob Costas. Yeah. Whenever he had his head down, I well, first I, of all, I, he, I don't know how I feel about that man. He, he was Costas being, was like, they're not morally wrong, but their stats don't count. Right, and the way that he was like personally hurt and disturbed by it was. I'm surprised we didn't get an invite to be on this thing because there was every sports caster and writer from the Midwest. Every single one of them was on the stock. Yeah, that's true. Like there were 50 like writers, people I've never heard of my whole entire life. And I can't remember their face. And I just probably missed the age cutoff. Yeah, we were just like three and two. So Mm -hmm. they they didn't really want us. But yeah, I would have been I would have been the one guy on there who would have been like, yeah, it. They should all use steroids if they want. Like, that's cool. We'll be next to each other and be like, honestly, I don't know why it's not a thing now. Yeah. Like, let us pitch you our pull plan here. Yeah, like, wasn't it fucking awesome when mm-hmm. they were hitting those balls 500 feet? You literally said it revitalized baseball. Yeah. What do we need right now? <laughs> literally, revi- like, we're about to get into that here in just a second. Baseball is going to need another uplift. But th- they were selling out. The Cardinals were like a 500 team. And they were selling out 50,000 people every night just to come watch him hit balls a million miles. I feel like it should be a Nathan Fielder meme, like, here's the plan. <laughs> Inject everyone with steroids to revitalize baseball. It'll work. That's it, yeah. I don't know. It Obviously, baseball in, like, 98 when you had Kenny Jeffrey Jr., Sammy Sosa, and Mark McGuire just hitting dingers all the time. That was awesome. I don't think anybody was complaining. Yeah, what else did you notice? I don't disagree with that. Uh, Just a reminiscent time. Yeah. Are we trying uh, to go back to that it? They were both... I, I I guess I didn't realize like how cordial they were. And like friendly, which baseball is one of those sports where people are like, you know, chatty and like more like you're, you're sitting there, you're talking to the catcher. Like you're more... There are the straight up like I hate you rivalries, but there's so much downtime in baseball that like when you're on first base and... You know, your your guys up there taking balls or like fouling shit, shit off, and you're standing at first base for five minutes, ten minutes. You're gonna talk to the first baseman always. Like you're gonna chat it up, and when you see yeah. him like eight times a year, and then especially when you're also doing interviews together and going to the All Star game together and home run derby together, it's like all of a sudden 
you guys are like in the same competitive atmosphere for a six, seven months period just all the time. So like, yeah, I, it makes sense. They were friends, but they're both just so nice and dealing with all that media coverage and pressure. Like when they were playing the game comes with it. I don't it know. It does. But like, I felt like, and they might've doctored it up to show it that way, but it felt like they, they both dealt with it pretty well. I don't know. I was three at the time. So I don't really remember how the, how they were seen in the press. I think they painted it in a good light. And I think that, that would receive that much media coverage regardless. So I, I don't think that we should feel especially bad for them. Oh, I wasn't feeling bad for him. I was just kind of impressed with them mm. dealing with it. But I think it would also, if that was happening today, would be it's way different. It's just so much different with every single amount of social media compared to back then when it was just like radio was, they were talking about how the Cardinals, whatever that station was out of St. Louis with Jack Buck on it, was like teaching America Canada. baseball. Yeah teaching America baseball because it could reach yeah. like 40 states. Right. And it was like baseball was, which I still do enjoy listening to it on the radio, but it was the radio sport. Absolutely. I think it still is. Yeah, I, I think it is too. It's the easiest one to follow on or just like, you know, put on while you're in the car. Uh, but baseball today. Yes. Like I said earlier, is going through a little bit of a rough patch. What do you mean? So Rob Manfred today, the commissioner, he uh he came out and said that uh he's not confident baseball is going to happen this year. Even though 5 days ago he said the exact He said that opposite. they were going to play. Right. And that was kind of my thing. Like I wanted you to explain it, but I knew what he said and I'm just tired of it. I like I'm just it's exhausted. Bullshit. It's the league who cried wolf. For sure. They they've come up with 35 plans to go down to Arizona and play the league out and like all these different uh like divisions and all this shit and it's like just fuck off and play already. Yeah, spare me. This was literally a golden opportunity like summer they is a stole. baseball sport. You could have been the first team even if it was like Korea like where it's empty. You still they could have stole done June that. for the first time Everybody in would have been decades. That would have literally revitalized baseball yeah. like, you know, they've been bitching about for so long, but When come was on. when was the last time like the NBA finals and NHL uh the Stanley Cup series have had June on lock for at least a decade, if yeah. not more. And the baseball could have taken back the month of June. I mean such a golden opportunity missed, but for sure, part of the reason why that this is like happening is one that like crazy, no salary cap. And two, whenever they give the players this like less incentive money, I don't know if this is every sport, but I know at least in baseball, the agents are paid per year. So it's like a percentage of the per year salary. So like they're like, you know, controlling or, you know, kind of manipulating their players to put out certain messages. The owners are just being absolute assholes right now. That's it's what it is. Baseball's ownership has always been such a stone. They're the worst. Yeah. Like they won't just take, they're literally billionaires playing around with fun coupons and they won't just take a wash on a year and where, and where they potentially could have, like you said, been the been the comeback sport. Wow. Yeah. Like, I think that if they just go ahead and pay the players, they're making that back on the back end for sure. I think so as well. And I think that I've been listening actually recently to this guy who used to own the Expos and the Marlins as well. And he literally like flipped the Expos for like 
over four hundred million, five hundred million dollars. You know, like well, I mean, to the, them, the, it's the, just like a business transaction. The owner of the Royals flipped them for like nine hundred and ten million dollars. Yeah, insane. He bought them. Yeah, he bought them for like ninety million, and then sold them for a billion. It's it's quit complaining. Yeah, like I'm I'm sick I'm and sick tired of, of it. Yeah, I'm I'm yeah, done. Absolutely. Like let's I, move on. Then I'm I'm not gonna watch it when it no, comes back. But I will watch the NBA. I 100% will watch the NBA, and I'm very excited. Yep. What you got for us here? Okay, so what all do we want to talk about? Because, you know, it does start on the 31st of this month. Training camp, or is that the official Orlando date? That is the official Orlando date. Training okay. camp starts a little before then, but some of the players are skeptical. I mean, as I think they should or have the right to be. Do you think so? I, I think... You know, it's the NBA is a very much player driven league. They're they're all about the short contracts so they can constantly be in control of what team they're on or what how much money they're making. So like I would expect the same for them with their own personal health of being like, Well, I don't know if I wanna just all of a sudden go down there and have to trust everybody else in the league that we're all gonna do the same thing. The people who have come out as extremely spec uh, skeptical Skeptical. uh the vast majority have said because of not not health reasons it wasn't because of health reasons it's because they wanted to like seize the moment uh of public opportunity right now there's not like more injury and like i don't know i i mean i've seen some like injury said that they weren't going to play but obviously like we like i saw Kyrie's whole quote and they somebody misquoted him we kind of expected that yeah but people are also like they're trying to wash LeBron for he's like oh I want to go he's like I want to get down there and they're like oh because you're afraid it's gonna hurt your legacy if you like take it off and you know it's gonna be easier so you're gonna do it and then like if he was like oh I'm not gonna go it's like he's not a killer he doesn't want to get out there and play like they would just wash him either way so I think a lot of these guys the high level guys are. They're on a fence, and whichever side they try to jump off and land on, they're going to get fucking screwed. So I think that that's completely true, and they really need to stick together because of that. And I want to read you two different quotes. I agree. Stick together. Kind of interesting. This one is by Patrick Beverly. Hoopers say what y'all want. He added LeBron James on Twitter. Said he hooping. We all hooping. Not personal, only business. Hashtag stay woke. I thought that one was interesting as well. Yeah, he's basically saying LeBron controls the league, right? He's saying, like, LeBron says we're going. That means the NBA is going to make us go. Right, he's our face. I I mean, you can look at it either we all need to stick together or LeBron made that decision and now we don't have a choice anymore. I mean, there's multiple viewpoints who really knows what was going on in the room. Uh, This other one is actually a quote of a tweet that is – Someone, it's Dwight Howard saying that he agrees with Kyrie Irving, who said, you know, I want to take this opportunity. But so this person quoted, uh, sorry, the I, I know it's confusing. He quoted the tweet and said, Dwight and Kyrie mean well, but like, how long do you think this period of reflection will be? You think this is something you work out in a few months? This project will take decades. I was listening to somebody who Jesus. is a police, uh, like he's actively pursuing police who have done, you know, criminal acts. That's like his specialty in LA. And he keeps saying change is not a 
you know, speedboat. It's not an overnight thing. Right. It's a, you know, it's a cruise It's line. a process. You got to trust it. It's you know, going to take some time. It's slow and steady. So I think that playing right now and using that opportunity to all wear the same jerseys. I think it's a, yeah, it's a combination of unifying because mm-hmm. the, the sports world will have something to come together about. Mm-hmm. We already saw when, uh, when the Jordan stuff was coming out, the uh, the Last Dance, I couldn't think of that for a second. We saw you're gonna make it. We saw how unifying the Last Dance was, just between everybody. I mean, yeah, there were different takes and like different stuff, but like everybody was together and talking about the same thing. I think just having that come back, there's so much going on. It's gonna help everybody a lot. Like it's a distraction almost. First it's distracting game. us. It's getting us to talk about something else besides. Absolutely. First game, they open it up. They all have a moment of silence for whoever. Each player yeah. could have an individual person that they, you know, sponsor. And the NBA is pretty good about that type of stuff. Absolutely, too. this is the perfect opportunity for them to seize and for the NBA to work with them to reach people worldwide. You're gonna win people over forever. There are gonna be moms who are like. I didn't really like basketball, but whenever they did this for my community or they really stood up for that person, I'm like riding for them. Yeah. And like, yeah, you're, you're right. Just like personal shout outs, like from where they're from, let mm-hmm. them, let them when they're getting introduced and like playing for such and such today, Correct. that would be great All to put that. Yeah. ESPN who is having a dip in ratings. I think they're going to have probably a lot of the coverage. I would just assume, I don't really know how it's going to work. Probably TNT. TNT yeah. Yeah. So you're going to get all that. I think that's great. I'm excited to get Chuck back up there. He did pretty good on the match 2.0. I love that. Whole I need TNT him and crew. Shaq going back and forth again. All that. That's just going to put me in a better mood regardless. Absolutely. We need to see it and we need them to use that platform for a good thing because all eyes will be there. My eyes are going to be there for sure. Absolutely. The whole sports world. We've been waiting. I mean, and I'm excited because it's going to, once it hits, it's going to hit and we're going to have sports. It's going to seem like forever. Like, you know, like it's, it's been so long and then now we're just going to get all the sports back. If they're truly if it's playing gonna happen. day games, I might take the first day off or at least the first day that the Bucks I, play. I'm thinking about doing in like mid September, trying to line it up, seeing when, uh, like NBA is kind of playoff starting. You have a good football weekend and like a PGA tournament weekend and UFC just doing like a staycation, like doing a Friday, yeah. Monday off and doing like a four day weekend of just like sitting my ass on the couch and yep. just watching sports. Possible bed bug territory is how comfortable I'm oh, going yeah. to be. I'm going to become one with the couch. I'm going to just absorb into the couch. I can't wait. I'm like, I'm getting so excited. and It's not even that close, but it's, this is exactly what it's the point of bringing sports back is. It's because it means so much to so many people, like our dumb brains. Like, I'm a dumb sports fan. Like, that's what my life revolves around. Absolutely. And it's going to keep coming back, and we're going to keep coming back with it, and we're going to keep bringing you everything that you need to know. That's right. You got anything else for us? No. Thanks for sticking along, guys. We really appreciate it. Uh, Trying to keep these episodes a little bit shorter, a little bit listenable, more listenable. Is that a word? More digestible. Digestible. Yes. Yeah. Uh, full circle with, with my dog's dig- digestion. He's really struggling right now. Uh, please don't treat us the same. Um, if you see a hot air balloon, give him a shout out. 
That's all I ask. If you know someone with a hot air balloon, email Get us me in at contact. Sneaky Athletic. Sneaky Athletic at pod gmail. at pod. gmail. Um, or just DM us or anything. Get me in contact with a hot air balloon yes. person. I don't know what, like pilot. If we could get a ride. Yes. Oh, do a podcast in the hot air balloon. Oh my gosh. We could interview him. We could let you guys know all the questions you need to know. Man, I'm excited. That'd be Hopefully fantastic. this happens. Okay, uh, we'll see you guys next week. Love you. Sneaky Athletic.